Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, it's 1235 in Edmonton. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you. Let's just turn the right mic up here and say hello to our friend Mark Spector. Speck, how are you doing? Never been better, Bob. Relaxed, feeling yeah. good. Yeah. A few days in the mounds, a little it, fresh air. Yeah. St- no hockey. Barely paid attention to the All-Star, i got to admit it to you. Well, why I would saw you? saw who won the events and it, stuff. It was a Rogers Sportsnet event, just so you know, Spec. I know, but okay. if they wanted me to pay attention, they'd have sent me there. I was skiing instead, my friend. All right. Mark Spector, <laughs> Stoffer Spector, brought to you for the horses. Horse Racing Alberta, we remind you, the province of Alberta was built on the back of a horse. Wow, that's a... Uh, it must be a strong horse. I'll tell you, Jeff Robillard, that's some solid writing there for some <laughs> of the scripting. <laughs> I've never really looked at it that way, but I guess it was back in the day. Know. you got to kind of know the history of the province. Hey, Spec, speaking of uh, history, mm-hmm. uh, all right, so you've, you've you had a couple of weeks to decompress and do what guys do skiing. Uh, did you bump in anybody out? Were you in Jasper? Yeah, skiing marmot, yeah. Did you happen to bump in anybody out there? Because there's somebody I know that was out there. Oh, really? Couple, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, not really. Uh, no he probably wouldn't have talked to you anyway. No so. <laughs> Who? No, no comment. Uh, all righty. Uh, tell me this. Now that you've had basically, what, six days to decompress. Yeah. Was the right decision made? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it had to happen. It, it It's one of those decisions. It was time? Yeah. It became time because... You, you you can't leave. I think everyone had come to the conclusion that Peter Shirelli. You know, it, it, you got to work backwards. Everyone said, "Okay, there's no way Peter Shirelli's starting next season." Uh, it's okay. There's no way Peter Shirelli's doing the draft for us. Well, geez, should Peter Shirelli be doing the trade deadline at this point? If you, if you're having these questions inside your business, you should cut the cord and make the move, and they did. Okay. Um, why do you think it happened? Here's my theory. Number one, results. Number two, this is a fan base that needs to be heard because of the amount of fans that are part of this, the business. I mean, they, they support the business. And number three, in the end, uh, it was pretty apparent that the media was certainly uh, going in a certain direction too. So number one is performance. And the performance for me is broken into three different things. Cap management. Okay player procurement and uh, development of prospects. And unfortunately, one out of three ain't going to cut it. Yep. Would you agree with that no, sentiment? No, for sure. So, but it starts with player with, with the team's performance and the lack of traction. Yeah, I'd even go... I'd, I'd spread the wider blanket than that. To me, it, it's, uh, it's an issue with the brand. Okay. You know, you work for the Oilers. Yep. You know that they are, and anyone out there listening who's a season ticket holder or a suite holder knows that the amount of surveying that the team yes. does, they are oh, yeah. very well, in, very much in touch. There are no surprises for mm-hmm. the Edmonton Oilers group. They know what's going on. They're not. Their head is not in the sand when it comes to what their fans think, if their fans are planning on renewing, all of those important right. business factors. The Oilers know. 
right? Say what you want about them, but they know. They're in touch with those things. So there is a level of brand erosion going on, and the Oilers are aware of that. And, and that they, they would know the as an example. We So the way our text messaging system works here is we get 50 texts per page, okay? Hmm. They would know whether or not we're getting, say, six pages of text, which would be 300 texts a show. Or 900 texts per show, which would be 18 no. pages, well, right? I'm sure they're listening. There they're are people spec, who... They're listening right now, and if you screw up, guess yeah. whose fault it is? Listen, that's how you run a business. Yeah. When, when you're, like, the orders are always going to be, no matter who's owning them, who's running them, who's playing for them, uh, they're always going to be a, a sort of a public trust. Yeah. Right? This is a, a, you know, they belong to the city. And they have to because you need seventeen or 18,000 of the citizens to show up every night to make the business model and work. And 75% of the season ticket base is not corporate. It right. is actual, right. you know. It's mom and pop tickets. You know. You know, small, small business. Sure. Or out of our house. Right. right? For sure. So uh, this isn't a criticism. This is, in fact, uh, I would compliment them. They know what they're doing in their business. They need to know their market. They do know their market. And their market is not favoring how things are working in Oregon right. City right now. And unfortunately, the three significant transactions that Peter Shirelli made this year. I mean, we got guys texting right now. How can the team not find a third-line center? Well, it's difficult to find a third-line center when you don't have a lot of cap space to play with. And what makes it worse is you had one. Yep, you did. So you can't miss on the player that you get in return. Yeah, and I would, you know, I think that's part of what we're doing now as, as the Oilers obviously take another run at this and, and really take a deep dive into their business practices is, is you know, I don't care who you're, like, you can hire a GM and, and the GM always says, you know, I, the buck stops with me and I need to make the trades and you can't hamstring your GM, but at the same time there needs to be a level of um, um, scrutiny you know, there needs to be a level of scrutiny, and you need to catch, like I think what we'll, what history will show us with Peter Shirelli is, you know, he made a bunch of trades early that he made in, in, in good faith and earnestly, and frankly, some of them worked and some of them didn't, and that's how it goes. But I think we'll, Bob, we'll all agree that the last six months of his tenure was laden with ill-advised deals. And yeah. this organization should have seen an erosion of their general manager and his skills to make the proper deal. The Spooner deal should never get made. I would say the Manning deal should never get made. But they did get made because he was still left to his own devices when his skills were deteriorating. And I think that's on Bob Nicholson and the rest of the organization. Tiny Ted says, hey, Bob, just for clarity purposes or for clarification, which of those three criteria did you think Shirelli was good at? And I said, uh, so concerns over cap management, concerns over player procurement. I believe that to the credit of Shirelli and Keith Gretzky on the amateur side, that they've at least put the base in to have an improved developmental system, yep. which for years played that. Would you, uh, oh, if we've been saying for months here, the one thing that goes under the radar is the fact that their drafting right. and development, has, well, their drafting has been better. Development now we're going to see. Yeah. Uh, I don't like the way they've developed Pugliarvi or Yamamoto at this point. And even there, we have a disagreement. I'm at the stage where Yamamoto can stay down for the rest of the year. That's fine for me. Pugliarvi, what he needs to learn needs to take place here. No. And, and no so chance. we disagree on that. Disagree that's, on that's, that. that's 
that's fine. So we'll see where he goes. Uh, you can text us at 630-630. Tweet us at Oilers now. Uh, Terry in North Edmondson says, the only reason why Shirelli got fired is because the season ticket holders were upset. The brand erosion is already underway. Fans are jumping ship. Uh, we have Connor McDavid, and our team is worse now that it was the day that he was drafted. Well, you know what? The, the same. The, the, the five players are going to be counted on moving forward and we'll get short-term and long-term here in the next couple segments, but the, the five players are counting on the most, with the exception, let's keep the goalies out of it, McDavid, Dreisaitl, Nugent Hopkins up front, uh, Nurse and Clefbaum on defense. Those assets were already in place when Peter Shirelli took over the job. Yeah. So that is, you know, it's a, it's a fair assessment out there to say that they didn't improve on what they had. That's 100% yeah, the fair. The team is not markedly better. No. There's no question. Markedly better. Like, it's... It's a 500 team, and again, we'll see what they can do. That's where we're going to go next when we come back in orders now. I do want to tell you that guests on the show receive gift certificates from Roos Chris Steakhouse. Roos Chris, it's the greatest steak you've ever had. Follow Sizzle to 9990 Jasper Avenue. Tell Maggie and the staff Oilers now sent you. Uh, I'm going to read a text just before we go to break. Spec, uh, somebody has specifically sent this text to you, so I want you to comment on it now. Full disclosure here. Um, holy cow, they're coming in fast and furious. Here we go. (laughs) Please ask Spectre to comment on local boy Ryan Stanton, who's having his best American Hockey League year in all the years he's played down in the AHL, and particularly when you look at his overall plus-minus when he was with Vancouver in the AHL. uh, It's the most impressive he's had in a while. Why was that player not up and then played as opposed to going out and grabbing Manning? I'd like to hear Spectre's take on this. Now, Spec, I want to jump in and say it's something here. Yep. You have a personal, you you know. I like Ryan Stanton. You like Ryan kid. Stanton. So hmm. I would make the argument you could have asked that about either guy, either Keegan Lowe or Ryan Stanton. You could have pursued going either option, but I'd like to hear your take. No, I think it's there's two things here. It's an organization that doesn't believe in what it's developed. They've got two young defensemen down there. Like, they've got Ryan Stanton now for what? Is this his third year in the organization? Second. Second. Yeah. Uh, and they feel that Brandon Manning at two and a quarter is going to help more. Right? They felt that Pet, uh, Petrovich was going to help more. By the way, they still had Gravel here at that time. They had Gravel here, uh, right. who they acquired this summer. So... I'm going to say this plainly without casting any aspersions. It's clear to me that the Oilers look at Ryan Stanton and Keegan Lowe and say they are AHL defensemen. That's what they are. They're not going to help us here. I haven't seen Ryan enough to say if he can help us here, help Edmonton here. I don't know that, Bob. Because, right. you know, I'm not watching uh, Condors play. I watch a bit of their games. But the Oilers clearly don't think he can because yeah, they went out and acquired two guys. And the thing I'd say is that's who you have is you have those guys as veteran 9-10 organizational defensemen. Uh, that's, you know, I, then I, why didn't you use them? Here, well, and then why didn't you call them up? When you got to your ninth guy, why wasn't he Ryan Stanton? And what was my explanation? Do you recall what I said on, on the trade for Kajula for Manning? I said I didn't understand that trade, especially after you made the trade for Petrovich. I get getting one of those guys. Yeah. It was getting two that's perplexed me. And that's where we're going to steer to next. So what are the short-term solutions to help Ken? Are there any? Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero. You know we're not going to take calls on the River Creek Resort Casino hotline, but you can text us on our Heartland Ford text line. Stoffer Inspector continues after this. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio six thirty. Chad. All right, Spec. I'm going to see uh, how you are at movie trivia. I know Drew Romenda could pull this off. Um, which uh, which uh, Scottish film with you and McGregor? 
had the line, if you can't trust your friends, what then? What then? I think that was the one about the guy that won the lottery ticket. Yeah. Well, he kind of won the lottery in the movie. They kind of won the lottery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Texas at 630-630 if you know what the heck I'm talking about. What's the name of that movie? I remember it was a great flick. There's a song currently out that's very popular that is uh, the the name of the song is the same as one of the two words in the movie. It's a pretty good movie. Seven, eight, seven, let's see how long it takes people to get this. And that was a horrible Scottish accent. I know. Oh, it was not train spotty for those of you. There was another same same producer, same director. Yeah, I remember the I remember the name of it now. Yeah. All right. Uh, Twelve forty nine in Edmonton. Here we go, Spec. For all the rich kids that never got a chance. <laughs> so we've already we know the Oilers have significant cap challenges. What can Keith Gretzky and Bob Nicholson... Bob Nicholson's heading this thing up. Keith Gretzky's doing a lot of the stuff. Um, what can they do in the short term? In the short term to improve... When I mean short term, between now and the trade deadline to improve the team. That's really- and remember, they've, they're, at some point, they're going to have to activate Andre Secker to just even get him down to the farm. Yeah, and that's a... On a condition. The weird thing is they'll go over the cap... When they activate him, as of right now, they'd be going over the cap. But then once he goes down, they get a million-dollar break. They'd actually be back under the cap. But just your thoughts. Any cap space they may have has to be saved for that eventual transaction, which has to be happening soon. So they have to move out something before they even make a move for anything. But what can they do? Think it through, Bob. Like, if you want to move... We all know this. If if they want to bring in a good player, they have to have... It's got to be cap in, cap out. Okay. So if you want to bring in a good player, but you don't want to trade one of your really good players because you consider yourself a buyer, you're you're trading with a team like Philly, that's a seller. So you say, okay, we'll take your good player for $3.5 million, but we're going to give you back $3.5 million in a player you don't really want because that's how it's got to go. So to make that deal work, Bob, what do you have to do? You have to attach a high draft pick or a prospect to that deal. So if you want to trade someone, Brandon Manning, let's say just for fun, for a guy that you think can help your team win today, you have to attach to Brandon Manning something valuable like a... Because there's negative trade equity in the guy you're right. moving up. Exactly. Cam so, Talbot. Is Cam Talbot positive or negative trade, trade equity? No, he's... He'll, he, the, I believe... At, by the way, we've got our answer. The answer was Shallow Grave. Do you ever see the movie Shallow Grave? I thought it was Waking Ned Divine. No, no, that was the other one. Waking Ned Divine was the one about winning the lottery. Know, shallow so Grave. Shallow Grave was the one where they uh, had an open spot in their flat. And this guy came in, and he was super... And they made fun of all these different people that wanted to move never in with it. You never saw it. And then this one guy comes it. in, and he's super cool, and he dies of a heart attack, and it turns out he was like... A, he ripped off drug oh. dealers. So then Don't they, wreck the movie for me. I'm well, going to watch it tonight. Shallow Grave was a heck of a movie. Only two hockey games on. They both start at 5.30 tonight. All right. Movie night at the Spectre household. Wow, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so to me, the, 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 the fear and the worry, like on one hand, you know, let's go back to Bob Nicholson's press conference the other day, and he made it very clear, we're not trading the future, we're not trading a first. Well, right. he has to say that to his fans, I get okay. that, like I'm not calling him a liar, don't get me wrong here. He's got to tell his fans, look, we're not selling the farm for this season. But he also, Keith Gretzky also needs to go into this deadline and be able, and have the other GMs think that maybe they will trade their first. Like, I want to know what's out there for the first. You can't just say, sir, we're not trading our first, so don't do business with us. Yeah. Keith Gretzky needs would to you be trade, able to put that first well, out there. Not not make the deal, would you but trade have it a, out there. Would you trade a first for Andre Burakovsky? I don't think I would, but would you? Eh, probably no. Okay. 
It's a tough first, man. So here's, I'm not a, here's a situation. I'm not trading a first for almost anything. But you, I want to know what's out there. Maybe something pops up. So you mentioned uh, Talbot. Okay. I, I believe they can get something for Talbot closer to the deadline. Somebody's uh, going to have a goaltending challenge at that time that thinks, you know what, we might need another guy here. Sure. So that's I, fair. So but to me, that's closer to the deadline. The other thing is he's not knocking it out of the park. And the owners still might need him between now and the deadline. Well, okay. Who's their who's their best goalie on the farm right now? Well, Montoya hasn't played. He's been out forever. He's, He's been out for a long time. Vertigo. Oh, okay. Is that what they're calling it? I think that's what it that's, is. That's really long term. Yeah, like that's not a yeah. two week deal. They gave up a fourth rounder for Talbot. They gave up. Sorry, they gave up a fourth rounder to Montreal to get Talbot a couple of years ago. You mean Montoya? Sorry, did I say yes, Mon- yeah, Montoya? Yeah. I meant yeah, Montoya. Yeah. Well, that's okay. They needed. A, I'm not right. worried about All that. Right. If so, he was healthy, he'd be able to help you. But he can't help you if he's got vertical. So they have uh, Sturette down there. They have Skinner down there right now. Skinner, and nobody ready. Right. So nobody. They don't have anybody ready. Right. So they would have to get a goaltender back in it. So as an example, mitigate your circle trade. back to Carolina. There is a team that. All right. Can you get one of their like would you, you Chet Pickard or somebody like, like that? Sure. Like if you look at the <laughs> Calvin Pickard, Chet's the. Uh, I think the country music guy. Chad Atkins? <laughs> it could be. <laughs> no, Chad Pickard. There, there was two Pickards. There was a Chad Pickard. Was Pickert. there a Chet? There was a Chet and there was a Calvin Pickard. Calvin was the better of the two Pickards. Calvin's the goalie. Uh, you know what? The, what I don't want to do if I have to trade... Like, I think what you need to decide for yourselves here are what are we? Are we going for the playoffs or not? I know they think that the Oilers are saying they'd like to go for the playoffs, but there's such a divide between being a buyer and seller in terms of helping your team move forward. Like, do you think you could get, theoretically, from Carolina? Carolina's looking for a number one goaltender. So does Carolina take the plunge? And they're trying to get in the playoffs, too. Like, would you do Mrazek and Furland? For Talbot, because then the money is close. Well, you never ever get right. There's the right. Talbot. You're going to have to give up a, a, bi- way a big, more. Uh, way more of an ass. Talbot is, is Talbot's a goalie with a, like an 895 ball. Yeah, right. Yep. If if you were somewhere else and someone said, "Hey, we're going to give you your our 895 goalie. You're going to count on him to make the playoffs, and you got to give us a bunch of stuff back." Yeah. You'd say, "What are you talking about?" Yeah. No, that's, an 895. That's, that's, I love so, Cam Talbot as a so guy. Expiring guy. contracts are the type that make the most sense in this situation. Sure, right. Re- Reader's a restricted free agent. He hasn't scored a goal. I don't know how much of an, in, 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 but he is. You know, he was acquired last year for up. Uh, Tough that. to get value, right? <laughs> uh, you just traded a third to get Petrovich because they took Weidman. Yeah. He has an expiring contract. This is a tricky, tricky situation. To me, in, in yeah. the short term, I think the the if if Keith Gretzky could find a way to just simply start to chip away at the cap jail that the team is in, uh, that would to me be a, a battle won at the trade deadline. If he could find a way to move out, you know, four million dollars off of next year. Like it's, it's well, we're going to talk about ne- if, if you want. But we're we're going to talk about next year in the next in the next yeah. segment. Uh, just in terms of this year, somebody suggested yesterday, Bob, could you get Sam Gagne for Ryan Spooner? And I actually think Sam Gagne could be a useful player in 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 limited minutes, just like he was in uh, Columbus. But you know what? If you're Vancouver, why would you do that? Spooner's down in the minors with the uh, why Oilers. Why would you do that trade? Right? What's, why, Sam, what's Sam making? He's making almost the same money. As, I think he makes like 150000 more a year. Than Spooner? Than Spooner. No, why would you make that trade? Both guys got a year left. If you're Vancouver, why would you help Edmonton in that situation? I don't know. Right. Unless you've made a guarantee to Gagne and to Jeff Jackson, his agent, the same agent that's that got what? 
that hey we're we'll move him along if if we have the right opportunity. But you, you still have to run a business for business for yourself. No. And right now Vancouver's competing against Edmonton. Yeah, no, that's. And would you? So would you give up a six? Can't trade Spooner. There's no trading Spooner. Yeah, well, he's a four million dollar guy who's in the minors, and he's in the minors for a reason because he's not an NHL player. So trading. How the hell did, did he go Did the from Rangers trade Wade Redden? They couldn't trade Wade Redden, right? right? In the end, they couldn't. No, you can't trade guys who are AHL players who make NHL money. You can't trade them. That's the deal. Twelve. Well, I think you could trade Gagne if you're Vancouver. Okay, well, Gagne, we're not calling him an AHL player. I know he's been in the AHL. Some, you know, I'm not sure he's there yet, but I've watched Spooner play, and so have many others who have a better yeah. eye than me. He's not an NHL player, Bob. Crazy, because a year Period, ago, he, he looked like... Fair. You know what happened with him? He got full. He no, got paid, whatever. he got his money, and... Now he, he's eating at the restaurant in Bakersfield, and he will be next year, too, my friend. No, he won't. We'll talk about that when we come back. 12.57 in Edmonton. Do want to mention to you, this is Oilers Now. This March, take the family to the beach. Uh, Speck takes his family. Oh, wait, he takes the boys to Jasper. You can take the family to the beach during spring break with great deals, fun in the sun destinations. Start planning today. Port of Ayrta, 1545. Riviera Maya for $16.99. Honolulu, $18.75. Four and five star packages include accommodations, airfare, taxes, parking at the Value Park at the Edmonton International Airport. For reservations, call the travel experts at New West Travel or book online at newwesttravel.com. It is 1258 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. When we come back, solutions moving forward in the offseason for the Edmonton Oilers. Off to a global news weather traffic update, Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.